beautiful people. Happy Saturday. Uh, it is January 9th. Thank you for being here. I am Bobby the Awesome. I had to say howdy. I don't know why that popped in my mind. There used to be a big boss at my day job that used to say howdy. And I always thought it was pretty remarkable because it was different and... He was always like a big ball of positive energy, so I'm not really sure why he just popped in my head, but he did, so howdy. Isn't that fun? Maybe that's for my, um, not to be uh, stereotypical, but maybe that's for my mid-Southwest friends. Like I can picture cowboys saying howdy. At any rate, I hope everybody's doing well today. I uh, woke up to a message from my mentee and it looks like she might be struggling so my heart is thinking about her this morning I won't have a chance to connect with her until maybe tomorrow on the ride home because I am going to Connecticut here in a couple minutes to do Christmas I think I'm gonna be late actually picking up the kid at the rate I'm going but everything will work out the way it's supposed to work out I've decided and uh, yeah, we're gonna have a we're gonna have a good good Saturday. Mom's making a turkey dinner, which, in case anybody's ever wondering, it's one of my favorite meals, especially when she cooks it, and especially when she shares the skin. Uh, it's funny how uh, some families have different things, right? Either they love the skin or they don't hate this or don't love the skin. Like I was at Friendsgiving at Stephanie's house, and uh, they didn't care about the skin, so it was like bonus for me mom's house we gotta figure out how to share a little more politely but that's okay I'm okay sharing <laughs> all right what do we got for today's reading Austin O'Malley says the smaller the head the bigger the dream what the hell does that mean when we were small we dreamed big dreams we dreamed of flying to the moon or stopping a mountain lion with our bare hands okay I don't want to forget to tell you this I'll start over, but this just totally, I'm going to tell you something silly. I don't, I, I'm not generally a, wow, that sounded like a motorcycle outside my apartment. Um, I'm not generally a, a comedian on the show. I mean, I make myself laugh sometimes, but I don't know if I make you laugh. But this whole, when we were little and thought about the moon. So when I was little and I imagined myself getting married, it wasn't about the Barbie doll dress or any of that stuff. It was about where I wanted to go on my honeymoon. And the two places I wanted to go were Australia, which I hope to get to either this year or next, and the moon. In my head, I was like, oh, by the time I grow up and get married, we'll be able to take a rocket to the moon and have our honeymoon there. Like I pictured it being another whole planet or way of life kind of mentality. So again, that's just what triggered for me. And... uh I don't know. I don't know who's going to make it to the moon for their honeymoon. We're probably a couple generations away yet at the rate we're going. All right. Let me start over. I'm, I'm really digressing today. When we were small, we dreamed big dreams. We dreamed of flying to the moon or stopping a mountain lion with our bare hands. Our parents and older siblings humored us and we knew it. But we also knew we could do these things. As we grow older, we let go of our childhood dreams. We were told to grow up. We were told to be realistic. We were told in so many ways that dreams don't come true. So many of us stopped dreaming 
and we grew up. When we were overwhelmed with pain and problems, resolution may seem as likely as flying to the moon or stopping a mountain lion with our hands. But now, with the help of our higher power and 12-step program, we started to believe in miracles again. We're learning how to recapture our childhood selves, how to let our inner child dream big dreams. We cannot accomplish what we cannot imagine. Dreams give us energy, hope, and the courage to take one more step. Today, help me dream. Remind me that I cannot accomplish what I cannot imagine. Oh, it's one of those days, guys, where the reading is just what I need to hear. I have a dream that is so freaking big that it's almost, it's almost, it's not quite, but it's almost paralyzing because I want it so bad. It's definitely what motivates me. And the even better part of my dream in correlation to this reading is that it's about being a kid again, right? The show is called 321 No Kid In. And that's because my dream is about having a playground for adults to play in and to, and to think about dreams and, and being a child again in the playful sense, not in the we get to blow off our responsibility sense, but in the playful sense and in the finding joy and finding happy selves. It is interesting to me that as children, and this is kind of calling it out, it's almost saying that we're like invincible or that there's no guardrails or boundaries to our dreams, to what we think we can do. And that's the freedom we get from recovery. We have, we have those abilities again once we're away from the addictions. It, it, it's totally possible. I never thought about much more in the future than the next bet, the next, I don't know, the next way to get money for the next bet. I'm like borderline OCD about my calendar and scheduling and all those things now because they all lead up to this this dream in the future. And I'm on a deadline. I put myself on a deadline because I'm, I'm 46 and I'll be 47 this summer. And my goal and my dream, I want done by the time I'm 50. And by done, I mean like a whole new building built, finished, and sorted out. So I have a lot to do. I mean, I don't even know how long it takes to build the building. I have a lot of research to do there, especially one that's never been designed before. But at any rate, I'm totally, I'm totally getting a little off track here. But I never, I don't remember thinking like hopeful, fun things. I don't remember imagining all the places I wanted to travel. Not in the, with so much vividness like I do now. And I can remember this, this reading also reminds me of as a child, or a teenager especially, right? Like we wanted to be all grown up. We can do this. I want to live on my own. I know more than my parents. You know, all the things. I mean, my niece is kind of experiencing that now. You know, she wants to be, I, I don't think she's pursuing it. I think she's she's settled. But she was talking about emancipation. Why, why would a 16-year-old ever have to 
think about emancipation. You know, that's, that's now to me, it's heartbreaking. And back when I was a teenager, it was probably one of my, my goals as well. Because we want to feel in control and we want to, we think we know it all. And, and that's the beauty of recovery too, is accepting the fact we don't know what we don't know. And I'm happy to be positioned that way instead of thinking and rushing the growing up. Big part of my mission is about actually giving adults permission to play and to dream and to have fun. It, I mean, we need to be responsible, right, to survive. I'm not taking away responsibility. But we also need to blow off steam in a healthy way. So dreams giving us energy, hope, and courage to take one more step, that is so possible. But it's really hard to get in that creative flow, that dreaming fo- flow. And And I'm not even talking about when I say you have to dream as an adult or recovery or the book says it, it doesn't have to be a massive crazy plan like how my dream is, but it's more representative of the light at the end of the tunnel. Like that instead of being bogged down by gambling, by addiction, by shame by guilt instead of all that let's be free free to think about free to imagine free to have fun free to be carefree in a sense we we can be an adult forever right like (laughs) once we graduate into adulthood we kind of don't get to go back we we're stuck being adults and I am going to give you complete permission to dream and to play and to advocate for that because, I mean, there's the science that, again, I won't pretend to be a doctor or an expert on, but I know that those feelings create good endorphins and hormones and and all those things, and we can get put into that positive loop of dreaming and feelings and happy and emotions instead of staying in that negative loop that keeps our bucket full of just shit and garbage and turmoil. So I like this reading today. And yes, be responsible, but open your heart and your mind like you did when you were a child. I used to have, <laughs> here we go, here's here's full disclosure. <laughs> here's another thing that I can remember dreaming about when I was a kid, and this is going back probably to when I was four or five years old. And mind you, I don't remember a lot of things, uh, and I think photos have helped, but I do remember I was so, <laughs> my biggest crush when I was four or five years old and through most of my childhood was The Incredible Hulk. I wanted to be like the Incredible Hulk. I wanted the muscles. I wanted to be green. I had clothes. I think I had underoos that were Incredible Hulk. That was one of my dreaming and and uh, carefreeness. And when you think about the innocence of thinking that either me being like Incredible Hulk or Mrs. Incredible Hulk, I'm not even sure what I thought about back then. It, when you think about how 
how there's no restrictions around a thought like that as a child. That's what I want you to take away from today's reading. What, what were some of your innocent childhood aspirations and dreams? Can you go back that far? Can you remember any of them? I mean, give yourself a good little chuckle today and find a silly one like my Incredible Hulk one. And and look at that and think about how can you find that feeling again today, you know, in this moment. Or sit down and write if anything was possible and there was no guardrails, even if you took down the responsibility piece. Let's take that out of the equation. What is possible for you as an adult with recovery, working your program, meetings, uh, I wanted to say peers or sponsors or whatever, your, your recovery community, literature, you know, like all that thing. Now that you've found maybe spirituality or a roadmap to success that keeps you away from the bat, now that you have some of those things in place, and even if you don't, how about how about you're sitting there and you're still gambling? Like, again, I haven't talked to my mentee, but it sounds like she was probably gambling again. And I would imagine she's sitting there and she's young, guys. She's so freaking young, uh, which is part of why I, I value our relationship so much because she has a chance of another 60-something years of a really good life once she figures this out and once she learns how to escape the cycle. And every time she goes back and gambles, she learns another lesson out of the cycle, which is part of a big part of why we still work together is because I know that she tries. And does she stumble? Sure. We, we all stumble. And it's part of the journey. And, and I want to help her get to the place, the dreaming place again. Not the, not the gambling cycles, but she's going to do it on her, her, her time. But to get her connected to living that way and knowing that she has the whole world at her feet and not get caught up in, okay, I gambled, so now I feel this way. And, and that's kind of what the messaging I, I wrote to her this morning was like, are you safe? And don't worry, like we can get past this. You just can't hang on to that because you'll never be if you think about hanging on to shame and guilt think about it being like in jail again I know I'm going off the path but but pretend like you have handcuffs handcuffs on your brain your your body and that you it's taking away your freedom to do this dreaming and and know that you probably can't dream successfully if you are hanging on to that stuff or if you are still gambling. So we're all in different stages. Everybody listening is either in a different stage, a different place. Either you are engaged in in recovery and you're making progress and you feel good or maybe it's early recovery and you just know that you need to do this but you don't necessarily, you haven't gotten over that hump to where you found some recovery rhythm yet. Well, wherever you are, maybe you're my sweet friend, uh, a town over that listens to the show that doesn't isn't a gambling addict and she just listens for I think I think for some life perspective or is open-minded to learning my life crazy perspective and maybe it applies to her life no matter what position you are who you're in 
dream, play, imagine. That's, that's your homework today, guys. Okay, I have to get in the shower and get ready to get on the road. I love you guys. I hope you're having or will have or depending on where you are in the world. You know, I think about my team every time I want to say have a good day or good night. They're already, you know, it's already dinner time for them and I'm just barely waking up. So have a good weekend, a good day, wherever you are. And whether you're in the car, sitting around the house, at work, Give yourself a couple minutes to to dream and play and and if you can put some energy into it writing down some of those thoughts that come just go sit for five minutes and just think about it kind of free your mind from the noise for a minute all right i will talk to you guys tomorrow thank you for being here <laughs>